With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, here I am and the recording has started. So, Okay. Would it be okay before we start, we actually do a little bit of um, like an, an assessment. I would like to do a little recount of where you, you know, but it's a good time. We, it would have been better to do it a, a couple of sessions ago, but here we are, so this is the best moment. Um, where you were, where we started, where were the goals that you wanted to, where are we heading? Are we, I feel like there's been so many things that have uh, maybe distracted us or, or just, you know, have come to that we've been working on that are not specifically regarding your business and so on. But I just wanted to get a sense of, um, have we been doing what you know? Are you are you are you satisfied? Do we need to change a little bit the course? You know, I'm happy to continue because we said that we were doing 12 sessions, but I'm happy to for us to you know figure out how to continue if you'd like to do that. But I just wanted to just get a get a sense of what you think, and then we'll definitely dive into what is happening today. Okay. Um. um. I am satisfied. I'm very satisfied. Uh, I think I'm actually curious to know from you, but I, I think what we've been doing a lot is therapy. Is, would you see it that way, or, or or do you see it in a different way? No, I think that there's been a lot, especially when um, we're addressing the deeper issues that that have been interfering with you having the level of success that you want. And a lot of that has to do with more in a therapeutic um, way, if you want, a therapeutic realm. But there's been several things that have come up that are very much therapy-like, yes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. Um, So... um, And has that been okay? Because it's true that when we started, the idea was to focus more maybe on your business. I don't know if we have, you know, we made that slight shift without actually revising in a way, right? Would you say that that's accurate? Uh, yes. <clears throat> um, that's been fine. I think it's what I've needed. And, you know, my business has been... You know, I mean, there are many things, of course, I need to do with my business, and but um, you know, it's 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 been fine to do what we've been doing. Um, I think that's what I've needed, and uh, <clears throat> and I do think it's all related in a certain way. And even what I've actually said to people, by the way, is I think you're the in many ways the best therapist I've ever had. Thank you. Um, and and um, and what I've also said is I don't even when we're doing the th- more the therapy, which is in a way, but <laughs> primarily what we've been doing. I feel my work issues are very close, you know, and and also very related. You know, I don't feel like work is so far away. Like I remember going to this therapist a few years ago, where he. I said I want to do half related to my work and half related to, you know, my relationships. And and he said, well, I really, you know, I'm not very interested in the work stuff. And, uh, and I thought it was a really bad thing as a therapist to do and say, actually. But um, I, I never, like with you, when I'm doing my therapy, that, you know, obviously has to do with my divorce and my emotions and old stuff. I don't feel that my work is very far away. I feel like it's very close, you know, and I I haven't felt that with other therapies. 
Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. And and I would like for for us to you know, it doesn't have to happen now because I, I want I don't want to use your time for that, but I would like us to you know, to talk about, you know, doing you know, we have one more session together, let's say. Would you like to continue? Is that is this something that is working for you, if you want to continue and uh we can do that. And we could definitely have more clear goals and really see what kind of progress you know, we're making, so holding you a little bit more accountable to certain things, like we, we did with your, um, with that class that you taught, right, and how to expand on that and do a little bit more of that when you're ready. What I find is that sometimes the first 12 sessions or three months, whatever comes first, it's a lot about the groundwork, like where are you at, what's happening, and how can, how can you be in a place that you're more clear about what is it that you want, you feel more solid and confident, and there's some healing that has taken place that you can actually even say, you know, this is what I want, and this is what is important to me. And, yeah, I feel like our relationship, just the internal relationship to ourselves and all our past uh, and the current relationships are, like, absolutely what makes who we are and our work is part of who we are. Yeah, right. So I do have a very holistic approach. It's not like we're going to work on relationships or, you know, or, uh, or you, you know, what's going, where's your confidence or where's your work. It's like it's all of you. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I know that I am, I've, what I've learned about myself over the years is that I'm very good at um, uh I could, I could, I can be very good at kind of su- subtly yet powerfully um, directing things in the not in the right direction. So I would like, you know, to ask you to a, you know, direct things in the way that you think they should be directed, and directing back to work at times. You know, just to make sure that I'm not avoiding that. Yes. Yes. Because that is a, you know, and I'm, I don't know. I just noticed that about, um, even in my therapy, even when the the focus has been my therapy, somehow, even though I don't mean to be very good at misdirecting, I'm somehow am very good at misdirecting my therapist. You know, we get, we get into something, and then, it's not really. Uh, we shouldn't have spent so much time in that area or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's my, I'm, you know, my ADD is very powerful. Not only <laughs> distracts me, it distracts my therapist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's at some time is that, that there's a part of you that is needing attention, but I totally hear you that it will be very good. So what I would really like to do is that, um, and we can do it today, we can do it next time, it's, it's your choice, that I want us to actually sit down, so we're going to, our next session, will, I would like it to be in an in-person session, probably it's going to be next year in that case, um, if that's okay with you, and that would be okay. a wonderful way of starting the year, and we actually sit down and create a vision together, like we, I will support you and guide you, and it's going to be very therapeutic to get clear and to see, okay, how can we, what is going to be the end goal that you want to have and an approximate time by when you want to reach that and what are the little steps that are going to actually uh, not only take you there but are also going to let us know if you're in the right track. And at any point you can choose to change that, but it's always about keeping, you know, like, like a, I talk many times, like a GPS, right, you have the end goal and then you're making turns. Now you find a roadblock or something, and you may say, oh, okay, now we're going to go a little bit this way or that way. But we are we know that we're working within a plan of action. Does that sound good? Uh, yes, but that sounds good. Now, when are, you, um, when, are you, <coughs> when are you back? I am back on Jan- very late on January 1st, and I have already put oh. my schedule up for the following two weeks. I would definitely encourage you to put a couple of times there. And if I look very, I'm pretty sure that I have left Tuesdays open. So it would be really cool 
if um, maybe we can meet on a Tuesday, like after after the meeting, that works for you. Um, that I, I, I don't know uh, if that works or not. Yeah, that time has um, has. Uh, it's not. Or any any time Tuesday. Does any time Tuesday work for you or not? Well, the one thirty time works amazingly. One thirty. Okay. So one thirty. Yeah, and that works. I mean, that could great. be that could be our permanent time. That we have our sessions. Uh, yeah, that works because yeah. I have to. After that, I have to. Yeah, and we can oh. meet either. On the phone or in person. That is that's good. Okay. So I'm putting you right now. Don't go to the scheduler because I haven't actually put that there. Um, I'm gonna have to change these conjunct. Okay, I will do that. Um, I will change these. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so you're gonna put me in every week at one thirty? Yes, I will do that. And so that will be, let's see, the third but you come back on the first. So it's the fifth. Uh, so it's the fifth, okay. Yeah. I believe it's the fifth. Let me see. Yes, January fifth. Wonderful. Well, that's amazing news. That's great. Uh, okay. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Okay. I'm gonna to have to change that then. Hmm. Okay, the fifth is we're definitely on. The twelfth might be a question because I have a oh. training that I have to give four hours. So that may be oh, one okay. day. Okay. Because Tuesday morning never works for you, is that true? You have to go get Toriel or what happens? I Tuesday have to morning? be with Toriel, yeah. Okay. Know. Okay, until like about one or something. It might shift at some point, but right now I don't have that time anymore. Okay, okay, that's all right. So from from B and I, you have to go over, all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's definitely do that. So I have put you down for the fifth at one thirty, and I'll look into that. And, uh, and we're going to create a plan together that day, and we're going to meet in person. Is that good? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, let's do that because I think it would be very important for us to actually create. I want to create something physical. Like we're going to have something with like little post-it notes and whatnot. I want us to create something. Is that good? Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna, it's going to be a planning, a planning day. And... Um, and how does that how does this sound when we're talking about these? How does that make you feel? How does that sound for you? That sounds all very good. Okay, good. And uh, and it does it uh, emotionally. I know that you were in a place that when you were feeling a little overwhelmed. Does that is it a little soothing, or does it make it feel more even emotionally more overwhelmed? Or what do you think? No, I feel less of overwhelmed. I think. I'm now walking in the woods, and to have this idea of making a plan on the fifth makes Perfect. me feel less less overwhelmed. Okay, that sounds really good. And we can incorporate the business and the personal, right? And it's and it, I, I do feel like it's almost like a cross 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 country screening, you know, like you slide one one forward and the other one forward, and and it's just a parallel track. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, right. That's, a, wow, that's, that's exactly how image. it feels. You get that good image going. Yeah. And it's even exactly like that because when you go forward in business, it's going to feel a little bit like there's something from the personal realm that is going to actually feel like it's pulling you back, and that's a little bit of the fear sometimes. Uh-huh. So it's so accurate. And then the you know the personal goes forward and then. And which is exactly what has been happening, then it feels like the the professional or the work aspect is not going is not, you know, moving forward as much, right? So it's literally like a, a great combination, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah. So what would you like to be the focus of today? What what would feel that, you know, would help you feel uh more 
relaxed and calm, feeling that things are, um, you know, they're, they're going and you're just uh, embracing what it is instead of feeling stressed or overwhelmed about it. Well, you know, in terms of... Um, in ter- uh, I would... Um, I think there are two things. One is that I... Uh, for whatever it's worth, I mean, just to feel like I have done whatever I can, I would like to write Rithia another email. I don't, you know, and it's just really mostly for me. I mean, it is for her, certainly, but I would like to know that I've done everything I can to save this marriage. And I think there's one more email in me Mm -hmm. about it. And... Um, and yet I can feel the, uh, you know, procrastination I have to do that. And then secondly, the other thing is if I want to teach anything, there are two things that I would like to teach is another healing body workshop. And I'd like to teach a contact class, a contact improvisation class. Probably mm-hmm. for, I don't know, maybe just for, I mean, I have to figure it out, maybe for only four weeks or six weeks. I want to make it very doable so people will sign up, but it's it's nice to do. I think six weeks is a good amount of time. Okay. Um, and the other thing I really want to do, which I realize, like, I'm, uh, this is the last thing, is I want to start teaching my yoga class again. And mm-hmm. again, it's, you know, I would want to ask Sara if I could teach it. You know, one of the problems, you know, and, and I've just been missing it. And I realized what it would entail is that I would to teach that class. I've just been so missing it in my own life because it was a cornerstone of my personal yoga practice to teach yeah. the class. And, and I also miss the fact that I don't have any place to refer people, my clients, to go to to learn this stuff. Mm. And uh, and I really would like to do it. And I, I it would be a total win-win for me if um, I could do it at the yoga sanctuary. I wouldn't, you know, the thing is, the truth is, I would be giving up a bodywork session to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if I did get, I, I'm the only place to teach it is a small studio. I guess if I got 10 people in it, or if I got uh, 15 people in it, which would be very, a lot of people in that small space. Um, yeah. And I, I don't think I would get many people at first. I don't know. Maybe I would. I have no idea. But I'm just saying I don't know. I mean, it certainly, I would realize that it wouldn't make up for the fact. Uh, it wouldn't make up for the bodywork time. I mean, it wouldn't, wouldn't. monetarily. No, I don't think so. Maybe if I got 15 people, they don't pay very much at the yoga sanctuary. Um, they pay like $5 a person. So even but tell if I me got, something. How about that other space that you, where you held the workshop that you said was so inexpensive? Well, I, I could do it there. But uh, the difference in price is not that much, and there's just something I would like to do it. Oh, oh right, because then I would earn all the money. You're right. Exactly. That's what I mean. You just save it. Right. You rent this place, and and you're just there. Now I know that there's a lot, probably a lot of equipment or you know different things at the um, the yoga sanctuary that you wouldn't have in that other space. I don't know how important it is or not. No, I, I um, you know, the other space is a little problematic. I mean, you know, once you go to it, you can find it. It's a, it's a little hard to find. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um. B, I just like to be in the yoga sanctuary because that would really build my energy there because people could would start saying, oh, my gosh, Patrick is a teacher there as well as a body yeah. worker there. And it would really build a certain presence. And I think a lot of people, you know, the presence that I've had at the yoga sanctuary other than my practice is I teach anatomy there. And every time I teach anatomy there, people just love it. And... You know, I think I would actually get a lot of, I would, 
because I just get a lot of exposure at the yoga sanctuary and I wouldn't have to, you know, they would be promoting me essentially. So um, that could be also a win-win for me because I don't, it's not one more thing I have to promote. Right. So as you're walking and talking, I will invite you to tap. So this is going to also help us like get to a place where it's like, if there's anything, you know, it helps us with a lot of clarity. Right. So, it sounds like what I'm really hearing is that you really prefer to do it there for a variety of reasons. It's promoting you. And what if you were to do it at a time where it's not interfering with your body work schedule? Um, well, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, I have a very tight schedule, you know, I mean, yeah, you know. How about on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday, like at 6.15 or 6.30, would that be something that would be too late? Would you be too Tired or well, something? Here, no, I wouldn't be too tired. It's, it's just that if I want to teach a class, the only time I can do that is Wednesday evening. So basically, I would have to teach the yoga class and then, uh, and then I would go and teach the contact class or the healing body class, you know, at the other space. Right. Uh, and so... You know, I definitely would have to, yeah, not do one body work time. And, and that's the only night I can do it, really. I mean, I, I, there are just other things that happen uh, on other, the only other day I could teach. I know that Wednesday night is a good night to teach the contact class because, uh, you know, there's on Monday. There's nothing else going on, yes. There's nothing okay. else. There's a, there's a jam that happens on Monday Um Monday evening for contact. And so many people who would come to my contact class would go to that jam. Right. And I don't, I don't want to compete with it. There's just not that much going on in Northampton to, to compete with it. So it kind of means that the class would have to be at that Wednesday time. Right. Well, and, you know, sometimes I have to tell you, just like B&I, as you know very, very well, um, there's certain things that are an investment. So it's not a time for money thing in the sense that, yeah, of course, you know, we're thinking in that way. But if this is actually something that is also building you in the community and allowing you maybe, you know, as we talk, okay, so you may not be making as much money. This is like we're doing totally 100% business here, right? So sometimes marketing, uh, like let's say, I'm just going to make something up. You put an ad on Facebook because you're doing a class, an, an online class, and you want to put a, a Facebook ad. Well, guess what? You're going to pay for that ad with, on the hope and on the desire and you know, that you're going to get people to sign up for your class. That right. investment is actually paying for your class and that you're going to make you be, you know, you're going to have a successful class because I really want us to, in part of that, I'm going to invite you to consider shifting from online to, uh, I'm sorry, from in person to starting to do something online. I don't know exactly oh. how it would be or, you know, but I think it would be amazing. You're amazing. Uh-huh. It would be amazing on video. You can, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. But so. Right. Well, the, that's, a, that's a whole part of a bigger thing, which I also want to get, you know, I was going to redo my website and. Yeah, and what but I here, wanna, hold on. I'm going to interrupt you because I, I don't want to. I don't want to go there right now. What I wanted is just use it as an example, meaning that your yoga class could be used or seen as marketing in the sense of like, yeah, you're right, not right, getting right. as much in that hour as you would be getting, but what you're getting in exchange is you're being seen and known as an authority in this whole area. You're also getting to do your yoga, which is something that you love, so that has value, and you're actually. You know, expanding instead of being doing body work with one person, you're having eight, ten, you know, twelve people that then are interested in your classes. They're interested in your maybe contact class. You're in, interested in maybe weekend workshops. You know, you don't know where it's going to lead. So it's an investment in marketing. Let's call it that way. In the meantime, you have a blast doing something that you love doing. Sounds like a win-win-win. Yeah, yeah. There are a few hurdles. You know, I because I, of I, because of Sarah, or what are you? What are the hurdles? Well, the hurdles is that I am actually not 
was a very stupid move. About 20 years ago when yoga went kind of professional, uh-huh. um, I did not, I should have, you know, I had so little money. Maybe it was even 25 years ago. I had so little money. I, you know, I just, there was a yoga organization and I didn't grant, they allowed people who'd been doing yoga for a while to grandfather, grandfather in, in and be, you know, certified or whatever. And I didn't do that. So I'm, you know, and so I'm not actually certified to teach yoga. Mm. Uh, and, and then truth, you know, the honest truth is I never went through a certification. I just have done so much yoga. There's been no teacher that I, I actually, then, then about 15 years ago, a friend said, well, I'll help you. I'll certify you through my organization because I know you do a great job. And okay. He, he, but I didn't do that either. And I, I, I've, I think I lost that opportunity. This guy has gone way beyond. You know, I don't think he can do it anymore. Anyway, uh, so I think what I'm going to do to Sarah is to say this is a yoga and like somatics class or something, uh, you know, yoga and somatics. And so... I don't have to be, I don't know if she'll ask me for that. I mean, she'll probably want to know that I have liability insurance. And so I need to check with my bodywork association where I do have a lot of liability insurance, uh, whether that would cover me teaching a class. Okay. I think it it will, but that's that's one move I have to do um, so that I can just say to Sarah, look, you know, I'm covered liability wise. And, uh, and, uh, okay, so that this is, I'm creating a little list. I'm creating a little list of things that need to happen in the next two weeks that it allows you to actually feel more relaxed knowing that you're taking steps moving forward. They're very small things, but at the same time, they're actually giving you information. Because that is an important thing. So if you have that liability coverage, that would be one thing. Then you need to talk with Sarah. Is that true? Would that be another step? Sarah, yes. Okay. And uh, and see if she'd be into it. You know, and I, I yeah. you know, very persnickety about a lot of things. And, you know, okay. all I can do is ask. And I, that's, I think, one of the reasons why I haven't asked so far. I've just gone into procrastination around it, knowing that, you know, there's a 50-50 chance to say no just because whatever reason. I have no idea. Okay. So let's do this. Let's start, start tapping with me on the karate chop point. Even though I've been, okay. procrastin- I've been procrastinating approaching Sarah. Even though I've been procrast- procrastinating about with approaching Sarah. Sarah. Okay. Is it Sarah, Sarah yeah. with an H or with a... No H. Sarah. No H. Sarah. Sarah. Because... I'm I'm really concerned about her response. Because I'm really concerned about her response. I am not certified. I'm not certified. I don't even know if I have the liability coverage. I don't know if I have the liability coverage or whether I even need the liability coverage. I mean I I don't know. But she yeah, she yeah. may even she may even have something for her for the studio as a whole that covers. The, the people that work there. Who knows? Right. But uh, there's been some fear uh, for me approaching her. And name, what is it? What is the concern that she's going to say no? Or I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, or just that uh, I don't want her to feel. I mean, she won't. I mean, even if I ask her and she says no, I just don't want to. You know, we're friends, and I just don't want to. Her whole life story is that everyone is always pushing on her, pushing mm. her boundaries, and so I don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, I yeah. So I, you know, I don't want to be one of those people that is like asking things of her. Yes, because she's constantly complaining about it. Yeah, I don't want to be one of those people who's constantly who's asking things of her. And yet, the truth is, this I am actually doing something that would be good for her as well. Yes, I am doing something that would be good for her as well. Because I am an amazing yoga instructor. I am an amazing yoga instructor. Uh, I'm guessing that there's not many uh, male instructors there. Is that true? 
Oh, that's an interesting point. They're none. <laughs> right. And uh, it may, for her, it may attract a whole new crowd of male into, the, into her studio. It might, but the kind of yoga I do is even more female than her, her yoga that she does. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know what? You're, you're a good-looking good looking male. You can attract even more women. That's not a problem. <laughs> right. Maybe right. Yeah. attract my future mate as well. See, it's another win-win in that way. <laughs> yeah. I am open to seeing these as a, as a proposal and an opportunity for both of us. Oh, say that again. I am open to seeing this conversation, right? I am open to approaching Sarah. I can just say that. I am open to approaching Sarah. I'm open to approaching Sarah. With a very clear feeling that this is a win-win situation. That this is a win-win situation. Take a breath. And the truth is, I know that the other studio is open or at this time to do the yoga. So, you know, if I can't do it, then I do it at that studio. It's very little money. And I get all the money from it. So, yeah. So, okay, so let's win win. Exactly. So, let's, let's go like this. Even though I would prefer to be at the yoga studio, even though I prefer to be at the yoga studio. Uh, sorry, and I could actually, I could actually talk with Sarah from a clear place that I'm offering her a wonderful proposal. I'm offering, the, I'm offering her a wonderful proposal. And I'm clear about it. Is that true? I'm Can you clear about it? Yeah. Sure. If that, if that weren't, if that weren't, didn't work for her. If that didn't work for her then I'm totally open to doing this class somewhere else. I'm totally open to doing this class somewhere else at the other studio even. Making more money. Making more money. Yeah. So tapping through the points. There's a part of me that is still concerned about approaching Sarah. There's part of me that's still concerned about approaching Sarah. Because I don't want to be seen as one more person asking her for something. Because I don't want to be seen as one more person asking her for something. And this, yeah. Yeah. this may be, this may be really not even true, you know. Uh, but, but it's your truth, and that's why we're actually naming it because it is true for you in this moment, right? Well, right. What I'm saying though is this may just be my old conditioning from my mother, you know, both uh, on many levels. Both that I couldn't ask my mother for anything because basically it was an imposition on her to ask anything for myself, but also that she taught me she was also very scared to ask anyone of anything and would actively tell me not to do it at times, you know, because of her stuff. Right. She felt embarrassed and she wouldn't do it and therefore... She didn't want you to do it. Right. Yeah. So she conditioned you to be like asking something of of people could put you in a really weird situation or something. Right. Yeah. So take a breath as you keep on tapping and just say, you know, this is my mother's programming and I now let it go. No longer mine. This is my mother's programming. I love that term, I think, programming. It's so true. Yeah. So, uh, maybe you should use that in your stuff. You can use <laughs> beliefs and programming. Because programming, I think a lot of other people might relate to, you know? Yeah. When you said, what was the first word that you liked? Well, you use belief a lot. Belief, and yes. I think, and I think that's good, but often people, you know, somebody like, you know, people at DNI may not see it as belief, even though it is belief. Yeah. But they could, could see it as programming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am open 
to welcoming the best opportunities in my life. I am open to welcoming the best opportunities in my life. Knowing that I'm being guided. Knowing that I'm being guided. And the best thing will take place. And the best thing that will take place. This wonderful metaphor has happened while I've been walking that I, I walk in these woods a fair amount, but not as much as I'd like. But anyway, I've yeah. gone to a new place in the woods. Like yeah. I went beyond this point that I never thought of going beyond. And suddenly it was there. And I thought, of course, I, why shouldn't I go beyond it? And I discovered this huge, vast um, woods that are even bigger than the woods that I had been walking on. Oh, my God. And it's, stunningly beautiful and it's further away from everything so it's even more beautiful and more quiet and it's amazing so of course I could very well be lost now I haven't been concentrating on where I've been going but that's <laughs> all right I don't mind being lost in beauty no exactly and it's a but I love the metaphor that you have gone see you have gone and you're still tapping which I love that you have gone beyond what you have been comfortable until right. recent, right? And as you walk, you're appreciating everything that opens in front of you. There's a slight concern that you may be lost, like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I may not know exactly where I am, and yet, that's okay. You'll <laughs> figure okay. it out, right? That's right. So embracing, like, I, you know, you can even, I, mean, I embrace the opportunity to learn something new. Right. Right. And, and to, like, be open to the next step that is going to take place because in reality it's true. You may not know what would happen. Maybe Sarah says, oh, my God, you're like godsend. I have two people that are not going to be around or whatnot, and I, I would love for you to join us. Or she might say, you know what, no, it's not going to work, and, uh, but I know a great place. Or you just, you, you know, it doesn't work out, and then this other place, becomes like your your space where you are like making more money and you can have all your hold all your classes there. Right. Right? Yeah. So tell me how is the overwhelm doing, which I'm guessing the overwhelm was about oh, a few other things or was it connected to what we're talking about? Uh it was connected to this, uh but you know, there's also the letter, the email to Ritia. But this was a big part of it because it was actually even more buried. But here, yeah, I still, uh, the the class thing, there's, you know, a few components of this. You know, I, in terms of my teaching, there's the class, the yoga class, there's the, the uh, healing body uh, workshop. And then there's the contact class. So there's three different elements. But I think tackling this one is the most close to home. And it makes me feel so grounded. I mean, to have a weekly class and have it at the yoga sanctuary, and that would be a first step. Yeah. And how so let's start, start putting the little pieces in place. So, see, overwhelm comes when it feels like there's too much going on, too much that you need to do. And you may not have the time or the energy or, or, you know, you don't know all the pieces, right? So it's about really making them, taking them to the smallest, smallest piece that you can take. And it's like, okay, so when are you going to call the, your insurance to check about the liability coverage? I will not do it right after. after okay, I'll, wonderful. I'll do, I'll do it right after this call. Okay, would it be possible to text me so you can tell me? Sure. And would it be possible that you also ask them not just about yoga, but other classes? Look, I'm going to be doing some classes connected with my practice. Um, could I, would I be covered for that? Right? Because it would be great to know that you're covered for other things as well. Right. Yeah? Right. Yes. Because then you're covered. You know you're covered. Maybe they say, well, you know, if you do a class, then you're going to have to pay, you know, a little more, so it's going to be, I don't know, whatever, $5 more a month. I don't know. That's totally making that up. But wouldn't it be right, great right, to right. know? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, in general, um, like, in that case, it's not, you know, you just pay a tiny more and then you're all set. Yeah, and maybe I have to, you know, I can't call the class yoga. If I called it, I don't know, alignment and thematic, maybe that would make it be so that it's covered. Maybe they would say, well, if you call it yoga, you know, we don't do yoga. We don't cover that, but we cover it if you call it alignment, you know. Yeah, because it's connected with your with your work. You can absolutely you can call it alignment and stretching in order to keep your body fluid. Whatever you know, yeah. Right, I, stretching and stretching and yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and that's that's even a look. This is amazing because that's even a wonderful way of talking with Sarah. So if you say I want to do a yoga class, she may say, Well, are you certified? And you're like, uh, blah, 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 blah. if you say, look, I want to do an alignment and stretching class that is going to continue helping the clients that I already have, which means that you're bringing people to her. See, right? You see? That that that's that's really cool to think about it in those terms. Look, I I want to have these to create a class for my clients, um, and I would love to do it at the studio for people that want to bring, you know, be more grounded in their bodies and continue to work with me with stretching and continuing aligning, you don't call it yoga. So she's yeah. not going to ask you if you're a yoga instructor or certified, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Okay. Right? Because it's like, you don't have to call it yoga, do you? No, I could call it gentle stretching, you know? Maybe that's even, the, even maybe that, even that name might pull in people to the class that calling it yoga would not. That is very true. And then you do whatever the heck you want. <laughs> right. You know, there's plenty of practitioners that know that are EFT practitioners. They cannot call themselves therapists, but they call themselves different things, and then they do work, and they do amazing work. So it's like what you call it, it's, it's really not, it's, it's kind of irrelevant at the end. Right. So this is, this is wonderful. Okay. So you're going to contact your liability. Uh, people, so you find that out. Then when are you? When can you talk with Sarah? Well, I think the best thing to do is write an email to her because then I will have it. I would have the description of the class and the whole thing written out so she could get a sense of it. Perfect. Uh, okay. And okay. Uh, and I uh, already, when, you know. when can you send an email? Because I, I I'm nailing you, man. I'm not I'm not gonna let you just you have. Uh, you have two weeks until we meet again, and I want to put some things in place. I want you to tell me when you're going to, and you be reasonable with yourself. Don't put your, so much pressure that then you don't, you know, you, you just don't do it. So when could you send this email to Sarah with the, all the information? Um, I can do it uh, by the end of the weekend, I think, yeah. Okay. Okay, and you can you send me? I want you to send me a, an email with this stuff, okay? Okay. Maybe I'll even I'll even um that this is cool. Um, okay. However, this is the third thing that I would like you to do. Can you reach out to the people on the alternative studio uh, to find out if they can they're open to renting for you and like you know maybe lock even a time, a certain days or something. Right. Is well, it an email? Is it a call? What is it? What is today? Today is the. Uh, today is the 18th. 18th. 18. So if yep. I teach, I think I could teach like a healing body workshop. You know, I had several people say, "Oh, I'd love to do your workshop, but I I missed the last one. Sorry." You know, so maybe maybe the end of uh, January. How about January like, 27th? Well, I was thinking, let's see, January 27th, right, maybe, oh, January 21st, right, January 27th, um, well, maybe I would, I was thinking I would start the contact class then, and maybe I would do the healing body workshop on a Saturday. Oh, good uh, idea. Okay. Uh, and do it for three hours, which is the normal amount of time I like to do it in. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I have to figure out that. Okay, sounds good. So you have to set aside the um, the dates for the contact class and the, and the healing class. Right. Okay, good. Okay. 
uh, and contact them by what? Um, you think that just you have to call them? I have to call the other studio about the contact class, yeah. Good, perfect. Okay. So the last thing that we need to address, I'm going to send you a, a text with this information. Okay. Um, so, and I, so I want you to, I want to hear back from you. So the last thing is a letter to Rosia. And what I would like you to do is to just write to her, but don't send it yet. Oh, okay. I'll tell you why. Because the moment that you mentioned these, what came to mind, uh, and this is just my sense, right? So, um, it doesn't have to be yours, but is that when we go into grieving, have you ever read uh, any book from um, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross? Sure, yeah, her phases of grieving. So I have to tell you, there was one book of hers that it was so beautiful. So if you feel, you know, if you feel inspired, I would just highly recommend it. It, just, it was just so beautiful to read and so just, you know, peaceful. Uh, I, I, I believe that you are in this bargaining stage where, you know, you've gone, and we all, of course, we go back and forth. But there's stages where you get angry. There's stages where you feel like, uh, you know, the, 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 you've been in denial for sure, and then you've been into anger. And now I think you're in the bargaining where there's a part of you that feels like, is there anything that you could potentially, possibly do in order to save this marriage, you might consider doing it. And I think it's wonderful because it not only shows us progress, but it's not, as you said, it's not necessarily about her, it's about you. So I want you to just start this email with a peace of mind that this is for you. I understand your desire to send it right away or to send it as soon as it's done, because there's a part of you that still wants to be in connection with her, and that would be well. And know. also, we're about to be. There's also the real, very real deadline. Mm-hmm. I mean, the truth is, yes, I know that this is highly unlikely. She's involved with somebody else. She shows yeah. zero interest in doing this. So I know it's unlikely, but I just really the desire is to know that I have communicated everything I could communicate. I, I really think this is a mistake. It's certainly a mistake in my value system in the, in the sense that I know that if we committed, I think we were right on the precipice of committing to, you know, to going to the next level in our relationship. She chose to uh, get separated and get divorced. Mm-hmm. I would have chosen a very different path. Now, I, under, I just, you know, you know, even a deeper reason why I want to send this letter is just because I just want to, yeah, you're right. Maybe I don't need to send it to her, but I want to, I want to, it's my thing of speaking up. You know, she has ruled the day with her perspective of what has happened in, in our relationship. You know, her perspective has ruled the day. You know, she thinks I'm an abuser and, you know, basically she thinks I did nothing to help myself, uh, to, to change and that's kind of her view and it's essentially that it's all my fault she's never expressed even one second that it's there's anything that she did that was the reason why we separated a divorce she has said there are things in our relationship that she's done but she's never expressed actually a very interesting point she's never expressed even one thing admitted anything of why we separated or that right. anything that was her her mistake or her fault and yeah. so I, I, I don't have any, I don't have, you know, I'm a Pisces. There's a way Pisces work. Let me tell you how Pisces work with the stages of gr- grieving. Pisces don't go through the stages of grieving, like one after another after another. Pisces are going through, or I am going through, forget about Pisces. I, I go through the stages of grieving all at once, all at the same time. Yeah. So there might be slight variations. There might be more in anger. I've never been hugely in anger about it. I've never been hugely in uh, in any one piece. It's been more subtle changes. Yeah, and it, and so, it's more it's more organic. It's more organic and shifts and absolutely. And and it's just really, I think it's really cool to recognize that it's it's part of your process and it's totally okay. 
I just invite you to write these for you. I, I won't send it. I'll write it and send it to you. Okay, that sounds great. That sounds great. And and just like, you know, know it that, you, of course, you can send it to her whenever you want to, but just to sit with it for a bit, to just say, okay, this is, I'm doing this for me. Doing this for me because I need it. This is not about anybody else but me. Right. And then if you need to, you know, you want to send it, you choose to, absolutely. You, can, you know, you do what you want. Uh, but it's not a, you know, a kind of a, what, what is it the final date by when you're done? You're like, you know, I, you're, I think it's the 27th. It's either the 27th or the 28th. Okay. I, I, it's 90 days from September 29th, and I'm not quite sure which one is 90 days. Okay. Yeah. But it's coming up. And, uh, and and the other thing is that it's very important, I think, for you to consider that, you know what, um, there's plenty of couples that I even know of who have remarried, even though their divorce was final, you know. So it's not like December 27th, I mean, or whatever the date is, it's the last straw, whatever, you know, who knows. Right. I think I tell myself the story that, you know, what gets in my way about a lot of things in life is my mother's, you know, she always wasted so much money doing everything badly. You know, I mean, she always, you know, and so if we wait, yes, we can, you know, but financially, oh. obviously if she changed her mind before we got divorced, it would save thousands of dollars. I and, see. You know, I actually, right, and I just, you know, it's all my mother's stuff. Like, I, that's, that's a huge piece. You know, all of this is my mother's stuff. You know, my mother used to constantly do these kind of things, you know. I mean, similar things. She would, you know, make some huge drama and destroy the family system. So, yes, I'm triggered about all of that. Right. Yeah. And, and, and waste thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars with my mother's case. So... In Rosita's case, I mean, she spent nine thousand useless dollars on this divorce. Even with the divorce, we, she, I confirmed it that she, we could have probably. I don't think it would have cost more than six hundred dollars, and she spent nine thousand. And I just think this is Toriel's education money, and she right. spent nine thousand of it. I can't believe this. I mean, it's just unreal to me. We could have just gotten divorced for six hundred dollars. I looked at the form. The form that her lawyer picked was was uh, just a form that you can get on the internet. But do you see? Do you see that the, that's where the the little the frustration comes up? Yes. And it's it's yes. towards her. And so it's just just it's good to just own it and be aware that this is what's happening. And I think it's totally you know you have total right to be there. Um, right. No, I, I understand it's all my frustration. So you're right. It doesn't matter. You know, we could get remarried and maybe she would, you know, and, but also there, I think what's happening for me is like, you know, say if she did want to get remarried after we got divorced, there's kind of a point where I, I don't know. It doesn't matter really, but it's like how much, do I deal with a woman who's just willing to tear apart lives because she gets reactive? And well, and that the, then the question becomes, and then she, and, and the question then she, wants, really, to get, yeah. then she yeah. wants to get remarried. I mean, I guess I will trust myself that if she wanted to get remarried after this date, that I would really make sure that we had which I wish we did, which I wish I did when we got married, that we have the agreements in place to make sure that she's not going to do this all over again. Yeah. You know? And, and I, mean, I wanted I to, yeah. I don't put it past her that at some point in life she will convince Tori L to cut off from me. And that's where, but that's a fear that you go into, right? You go into that fear which actually can be paralyzing. Well, it's, it's, I don't know if it's paralyzing or absolutely enraging. I mean, yes.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.